want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. Follow me on Instagram, AskAdamTorres, to keep up with my book releases, book launches, all of that good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become an author of one of my co-upcoming books, then just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. Uh, really excited to have David Adams on the line today. He's the Senior Vice President of Investments over at Benjamin and Gerald Brokerage. Uh, David, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. So, David, I can see that you have quite a background in finance and uh, a lot of experience. But before we get into, you know, what you do and how you help your clients, let's just start with how did you start out as an, as an entrepreneur in business? Uh, it was a matter of uh, – an adrenaline type of thing, uh, and and being what I call intellectually challenged, I uh, start out. I uh, was a recipient of uh, dual scholarship recipient to uh, University of Southern California for both academics and athletics. And then I found that at the end of my, my collegiate career, um, and since I didn't go pro, I wanted to stay in the game uh, and find something that uh, would stimulate me. Uh, therefore, I ended up, um, after going through different types of industries, that I found that I fell in love with the stock market uh, due to the fact that, again, you always have to be concentrating and you have to be very attentive and uh, you have to constantly be modifying your skill set. So at that point, I realized that, um, you know, because at any given time, you can make a ton and lose a ton. So it was just very attractive to me, and the more I, I – I spent time in that field, the more I just started adding more and more licenses and things and different to broaden my skill set. So what kind of, I mean, a lot of people listening to this, especially if they're just getting out of college, they're maybe considering going into finance. Um, What kind of advice would you be giving the the new college grad to breaking into business? Uh, Just just going in and just, you know, you've got to go and immerse yourself because there's so many different. It's such a when you mention uh, finance, it's so broad and multifaceted that you got to find out what your passion is in that industry. It might be options, it might be stocks, it might be bonds, and they're all different. They all require different licensing. And uh, I just got and and I just found that you know that was it was something that you can never. I should put accumulate just a couple of licenses and just stay there and believe that that's all there is to to the field. So you got to find one that you're in that or that you you're attracted to, and then you know broaden your horizons from there. Uh, because you want to the more skills and tools and more knowledge that you have about different specific specialties within the industry, the better off you're going to be. No, I love that advice. And really, it sounds like, um, you know, uh, somebody that's just starting out needs to give themselves, you know, room to grow because what they choose um, first may not be, you know, how they end. Like, what what would you say about that? Uh, can you repeat that? I didn't hear that too well. Go ahead. 
so so there's somebody that is going into finance um it is broad as you mentioned and where they start may not be where they end so over time they may right. they may grow into something completely different they may be start out client facing and decide that they want to be an analyst or they may start out as an analyst and decide they want to be client facing <laughs> that maybe it wasn't really right. for them um so I mean, what would you? What kind of advice would you say to somebody in terms of giving themselves room to grow? Because I, I I know a lot of people out there that put all this pressure on themselves for their first gig, and I'm like I'm like you don't know what's gonna happen. Well, because of I mean, basically after you get your degree, I'm assuming in some sort of even if it's in general business, and then of course so that you have some brief working knowledge about uh, the the field that. Um, if you go out and say the uh, first license you want to obtain is, say, a Series 6 or a Series 7, I used to uh, literally um, recruit and train people to pass those licenses and then train them uh, so that they could identify that specialty. But you want to, if you take one of those licenses, primarily the um, the Series 7, it's very broad-based uh, broad and it covers so many different areas. And um, if you decide identify other you know paths within that that broad range, you're going to you're going to narrow it down to things uh, because you're going to be exposed to that broad base, and then you can be much more decisive. Because say if you want to go on the options, then uh, then you're going to find that you're going to have to go obtain additional to the Series Seven an options license so that uh, you can specialize. And it's always been, you know, my experience, I, I really enjoyed that about my field because it kind of conditioned me that, you know, if you want to extend yourself out or hold yourself out as a professional uh, in any identifying specialty, you need to go acquire those licenses. It sort of was the same mentality when it came to uh, pursuing uh, advanced degrees. I end up with um, not only a bachelor, bachelor's of science, in business with a marketing emphasis, but I went out and um, I'm because of the specialty I do with with uh, doing reverse mergers and acquisitions, basically investment banking. I ended up uh, going back and getting like an MBA in accounting and finance, and then uh, rounding it up uh, back in 2015, went back to SC and uh, acquired one uh, a master's in teaching, so that I could better more. Um, educate my clients. I deal with a lot of CEOs, CFOs, directors of uh, publicly traded companies. And it helped me develop a, a, a much more uh, patience and a better overall presentation of what we call pedagogy in that industry. That's great. And I think that's a great transition. Let's talk more about what you're doing um, over at uh, Benjamin and Gerald's brokerage. So um, how do you help your clients and what exactly do you do? Well, like I said, there's uh, there's the broad term. I do investment banking. I do what we call certificate compliance, certificate clearing, where with that, it's uh, a specialty where you're dealing with uh, companies that a lot of people, you know, since the whole online of, and with the Internet, uh, because I've been encompassed in this industry for about 33 years, but found that it used to be depositing a fiscal certificate was fine, but now a lot of your major claim firms or brokerage firms will not take a fiscal uh, certificate. 
So you've got to go back and identify the history, how someone acquired the shares, how much did they pay for the shares. There's a tremendous amount of research. You've got to research the companies, the publicly traded companies, review their posted financials um, so that to build like a uh, what we call the supporting documentation. It's all a majority of it is securities law, uh, rules and regs, and then you're able to make submissions from that point. Then I found as a spinoff is if basically you've got in that niche, you've got people that have stock debt fiscal certificates that are worthless, and if you're able to do all the research, which I do all that pro bono, but if I'm able to clear it to say that those particular search are now valued at a half a million or a million dollars or, or higher, then you're going to find that uh, the obviously the the the, uh, the cl uh, client base is very gratuitous and they'll allow you to. I incorporated the uh, investment banking side where I'm assisting new companies that are filing, say, uh, as what we call an S-1 registration or something with the SEC in order to go public so that those companies require some startup capital. Uh, we don't do anything where assisting any companies where they're, they have a theory. It's got to be someone that's got some actual uh, quantifiable product. It's got uh, some numbers to it. Then we'll, I'll, so if a guy's, you know, I, if I suddenly clear a million dollars worth of equity for them, they're more than willing to throw, say, 10 or 20% into one of those investments. So it's it's a more of a, you know, it's a gratuitous situation. You're, you're, you're helping them uh, establish, you know, substantial capital, and simultaneously they're willing to, to invest in those uh, proceeds with you. So... There's no requirements, but it's just that you'll just find there's going to be a uh, more of a double dip, a double dipping where you're redirecting some capital for them, and then maybe at the same time, um, uh, been a registered investment advisor, so they might take some capital and put it in some quality mutual funds, you know, for the long term. So it's uh, no, that's great. It's, a, it's yeah, it's a nice flow. Is what it is. That's great. So it sounds like you have a really holistic approach to, and, and you're able to, based on your background and education to and, and experience, um, to help your clients in many different facets. And it right. sounds like your solutions are definitely customized and not uh, cookie cutter. So that's great. Right. Um, if somebody, so if somebody's listening to this, David, and they're like, wow, you know, I, I got a couple of questions I'd like to either ask David or somebody at his company, um, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Uh, they can contact me. Uh, uh, they can reach me on my business line, which is air code 619-399-3353. Or I've got a new, um, because we were in transition, uh, we just acquired a new broker-dealer. Um, so my uh, corporate email address will be dadams at it's, uh, stshc.com. All right, David. Well, hey, I really appreciate you um, coming on the show today, and congratulations on acquiring a new broker-dealer. So that, that's big news. I'm glad, glad you were, were willing to share. Um, and to the listeners, thank you, as always, for tuning in. And don't forget to head on over to Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to connect with me. And always, as always, um, like, um, subscribe to the podcast, all that good stuff, all things we do to support podcasters out there. Really appreciate it. And uh, have a wonderful day. Thank you again, David. appreciate it.